or fuck. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. Did you silence your phone? No one ever texts me. Uh, okay. Oh, shit. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. With me is Tom Shelby. Hello. Shanae Howard. Hi. Uh, we're here to talk to you guys about video games. Sometimes. Uh, most of the time. Most times. Every every week we talk about video games. Uh, hi, Shanae. I hi. like your sweater. Thank you. Uh, what have you been up to? Um, just hanging on my dog and working. And, uh, being boring, playing Final Fantasy still. Okay. Um, Which Final Fantasy is that? 14. Okay. Um. Man, we gotta do something about this camera angle. What do you mean? Is it th- that? Yeah, it's like, you look huge. Do I? Oh, I, I'm, I look huge because I'm sitting on my foot here. How's that? Better. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you not like how tall and proud Ryan was? No. I don't like it. Oh. I actually, now I feel, it's weird because now I feel significantly smaller. Sure. <laughs> we're, we're small men. Yeah. Uh, small men. I'm only Mr. about 5'7". Uh, I think Tom's a 5'8". Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not big guys. But, you know, I'm, we I'm, do what we can. I'm 4'11". Uh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, so, are you, is, is Final Fantasy the only video game you play now? Uh, I, yeah, I signed a contract. It's the only one I'm allowed to play anymore. Huh. Uh, yeah. All right. So me and Berto decided to s- split a Switch for Christmas, and he split bought the it. Switch. Yeah, Sinead gets the Joy-Cons, and he gets the tablet. So that we neither a, of them we got, can use. We also got a Pro <laughs> Controller and Odyssey. And we got this, and You so already the, got it? Berto already bought it. I already gave him my half of the money. Fuck yes. But Fuck yes. He wants to he wants to not open it until Christmas. But he already knows what it is. Shanae, just open it when he's not there. Yeah, open I, it. When do you know he's how many work. times I think about doing that? Yeah, so do hold it. on, is it in wrapping paper right now? No, it is. It's just in the out, box. It's in the yeah, box. Yeah, do it. All you can put it, it back on just the open. shelf. He'll never know. You can hook it up, play it, put it because back. He'll never I, know. So like the box is probably like it's probably taped closed. Right? It's not. They're it's not. not. No. You just, you just open it's got the box. little tab, the little cardboard tab you pull out, yeah. but no, there's no seal on it. Yeah. You pull it out? Just open yeah. the box. He's never going to... Well... All you got to do is wipe, make sure you wipe your fingerprints yeah, off the screen. wipe your fingerprints off. And you'll be fine. Just remember exactly how everything was put in the box. But you also have to act like really excited on Christmas when you open it again. And also tell him to ignore the fingerprints on the nice console. Yeah. Well, I mean, how excited is she going to act anyway? Like, it's like, because there's like, are you, you're not going to act surprised because you know what it is and you've, you've played but, a Switch before. So. And I've been looking at it longingly. Yeah. Oh, I want it so bad. I, I just. Odyssey's a good game. Uh, Wait, so uh, you got the Odyssey bundle with the red Joy-Con? No, he no. just got the regular one and then well, Odyssey separate. Did you I get, prefer the regular running? Anyway. Oh, well, here's the thing um, is the, that uh, the, the game is it's shrink wrapped, yes. right? So you got to. I could just download some games and say they came with it. The, but then you got to... No, well, yeah. It was a bonus. <laughs> well, it, it, we'll make why, sure... Why is it already logged into your account? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it came with that. <laughs> uh, I talked uh, my, to... My 3DS did it. I emailed to Dr. Mario and he wrote me a prescription. Oh, I actually did play Dr. Mario this week because I have it downloaded on my 3DS. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Miracle Cure? No, the old Dr. Mario. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, because uh, I've still been... Uh, Playing, I've been playing Pokemon while I poop. Miracle Cure is the best Dr. Mario. Why um, is that? Because there's can, can certain power-ups and different <laughs> modes that make the that add a lot of substance to that game. Oh. 
What is so substanceful, though? I agree. I agree. I'm carrying diseases. Sure, those uh, those those dancing diseases in that in that game. They're just taunting me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. I've just been staring at a Switch, working Final Fantasy 3DS. That's cool. It. Speaking of which, I've been staring at my 3DS. Uh, thinking about how I need another charger for that some bitch. I got Wait. one you can have. I say I think I have an extra one too. Okay, right on. The, well, podca- the podcast provides. Because uh, it's got a it's got a copy of Monster Hunter Generations in there, and I want to play it. So that'd be nice to that'd be nice to play it to uh, satiate my hunger until next month. Until McDonald's. Play Double Cross instead. Well, I gotta buy that. Oh. Another thing, I downloaded the Monster Hunter beta, uh-huh. but you never played it. I fell asleep. You fell asleep, and then for three days while I was, down- <laughs> while I was downloading, and then I forgot about it until it was too late. Well, it's not too late because I can still play. It? Well, they're starting the beta up again on the twenty second. All right, cool. So that's your second chance. If you fuck that up, then you got to wait until the game comes out. Capcom second chances. Yeah. I mean, that's their model. TM. Uh, yeah, you, and um, yeah, you just, uh, they're starting the beta at on December 22nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Pacific time. Okay. So, so that'll be 11 a.m. Central time. So you just be ready. Uh, are, are, are we Central time? Yes. Ah, yes, yes. Makes uh, sense. So I'm probably going to spend time with that beta because I didn't spend a whole lot of time with the first one. No, you did not. No. Because I was like, I want to play just enough to get a taste, but I don't want to spoil it for myself. But then I regretted that decision. And you wanted more! Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only six monsters. Yeah. Even if you do it all, it's not like you really scratch the surface of that game. And I wonder if on this second beta I could still get exclusive items. Yeah, I'm sure you can, dude. Yeah. But none of them are great. Yeah. None of it's stuff you're going to want to keep. But it's stuff that you're going to get. Yeah. I mean, I just don't feel like any of it's going to be as good as Killing Floor 2 Pajamas. It's not. <laughs> yeah. What have y'all been up to this week? I've played a tremendous amount of games this week. Tremendous, uh, you say? Yeah. I, at the start of the week, I beat this game called A Story About My Uncle, which is a 3D platformer with some Spider-Man-like mechanics. And, like, the gameplay is super fun, but the story's horrible and the visuals are horrible. But, you know, play it if you can get it really cheap. Yeah. I uh, beat this game called Submerged, which wants to be eco but can't be eco, and that was kind of boring. Like it was, it was fun, but not. It's just meh. You like play, you I, played better. I frequently see that game on sale for two dollars. If it's two dollars, buy it. It's yeah. worth two dollars. You're gonna beat it in like an hour, yeah. maybe ninety minutes. What is the game about? But, so basically, uh, spoilers. You're a, you're the older sister. It's you and your younger brother, and. I guess your mom dies, mm-hmm. and your dad becomes an alcoholic, and he's beating on you guys, so you guys leave on this boat, and your brother's sick, so you're trying to find supplies to help him get better. Okay. Yeah. Why is it called submerged? Well, because there's a boat, and there's water everywhere. Oh. It's like post-apocalyptic future. And it's you're water in this, world? You're in this city mm. that's like completely flooded. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Do you get galoshes on? Yes. Is there a lot of climbing? It looks like there's a lot of climbing. Yeah. The the gameplay is pretty much sailing and climbing. Not sailing. It's not a sailboat. It's mm. a motorboat. It, b- boating and climbing. Mm. Uh, I think I read no combat. Yeah, no combat. Okay. 
Um, there's no enemies. Mm-hmm. All right, what else? Uh, played the Killing Floor 2 seasonal event. Finished yeah. that up. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, Ryan finished that up too. Yeah. It's, fun. Uh, it's super fun. Yeah, Krampus is fun. Fun, fun, fun boss. Yeah. <clears throat> they redid all the character models and uh, killing all the enemy character models in Killing Floor 2 so that they're Christmas themed. So that's pretty neat. Nice. I imagine this evening I will finish this, my check it out for this week, uh, Goro Goa. That was cool. Yeah, I, uh, that game looks a lot like a lot of like a lot of fun. And I've been playing Castle Crashers with the kids. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are they liking it? Uh, they've already. If they haven't beat it, they've come damn close to beating it. But yeah, they they like it quite a bit. Uh, I taught them about level grinding. Mm. <laughs> Let's you see. know, teaching them important things in life. Yeah. I started the Champion's Ballad for Zelda, and that's actually really neat. It's not what I wanted, but it's neat. It's, what is it's it? It's cool. Well, it's the final DLC, which, like, I guess it's kind of story-based, but not really. Uh, it adds an interesting mechanic. So, the one, there's a bunch of new shrines, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, if, more if you played Breath of the Wild, you, you would think, how could they have new ideas for these shrines? But they do. So, they're not like the shrines in the base game. Uh, there's also like one hit and you're dead but also one hit to kill any of the enemies mm. uh, which is pretty neat a Shido Zelda I haven't got that motorcycle yet but I'm looking forward to it cool uh, I really want to play that game oh, I beat the Splatoon campaign finally is that yeah I know that you were having fun with it uh, yeah. that's not like obviously that's you know obviously not the main focus of the game but you said it it, it was it was a good time. It's fun. It uh, was, bits of it remind me of the Galaxy games. Like uh, those are obviously much better. But uh, yeah. Whenever uh, oh, sometime soon I'm gonna buy Splatoon for the Switch. So whenever we Fuck open it, yes, me and Berto can yeah. play Splatoon together because or with me or with Tom. All right. Well, I'm talking about first day, first day opening. First day opening, you play yeah. with Tom. Yeah. He's gonna be with his kids. Uh, no. No, he's not doing anything. Mm-mm, I don't like my kids. You don't like his kids. He's uh. not going to spend any time with his kids. I mean, they don't know about level grinding, so I wouldn't like him either. Well, they know now. Yeah. They so. didn't. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so we can play that, but we, you can't play our Odyssey two-player. Yeah, you can. Not really. What yeah, you, you can. You what? can play the whole thing two-player. It's, yeah. It kind of sucks because one person controls Cappy. Yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I would want like a Mario and Luigi, and they both got hats. Yeah, I know. That well, would be ideal. Well, you you be Cappy and let Birdo be Mario, because the game is his. So, what? Well, the game is his. Uh, if you yeah. get Mario plus Rabbids, you can do two player on that. Yeah. That's yeah, but we cool. want to play Splatoon more than Mario's plus Rabbids. I don't blame you. It is the superior game. Is Mario plus Rabbids any good? Yeah, it's great. Huh. Uh, it beat XCOM two at the Game Awards. Did it? Hmm. It won that category. Cool. It's uh, it's cool because it gives you like it's still turn based, just like those other, just like XCOM or Fire Emblem or whatever. But it gives you so much more uh, freedom for movement. It's what, really neat. What was the category? Strategy game. Mm. Yeah. Cool. What about and anything else, Tom? Uh, there's other things that I've played bits and pieces of, but nothing great. Like, there's a big Star Wars sale going on right now, probably because of the re- release of the new movie. He played Republic Commando. So I bought, like, a fuck ton of Star Wars games. Yeah. But, uh, well, not, uh, nine. I bought nine Star Wars games. That is a fuck ton of games. Uh, yeah. So. But, yeah. So, you know, I've been dabbling in those 
Dark Forces. I like Dark Forces. Uh, both of the Force Unleashed games are on sale for $6.50. Mm-hmm. Um, each or the other? Each. You can get all the TIE Fighter, well, TIE Fighter X, X Wing games for, uh, I think, like 12 bucks. Yeah. All of them. Mm. Uh, I, I have the second one. Uh, I have the second Force Unleashed game, so I'm going to play that on my Xbox. And, I'll just, and Tom said I could play the first one on his computeress, so yeah. there's no need for me to buy either. I mean, it's short. Yeah. You can play it while you're here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Shanae, uh last week, uh, like a little bit after you left, uh, I loaded up a game called uh, Indigo Prophecy. Oh, nice. And I like it. So you're familiar with... David Cage. David Cage, right? Detroit. Quantic Dream. Yes. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. Yes. Beyond Two Souls. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's 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 like that. Uh, it's before those. It's before those. This game came out in 2005. I purchased it in that year for the PlayStation 2, uh, and I finished it that year. And this is my this was my first time playing it in 12 years, and it was Tom's first time ever seeing it. Mm-hmm. And that game holds up remarkably well. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, it plays much more like. Uh, David Cage games than I thought it would like I didn't think it was like Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls and it very much is like those games yeah yeah uh, so there was a so the the game starts with uh, you play as three characters uh, the first character that you play as is Lucas Kane and the game starts with him in some kind of weird trance inside of a diner bathroom stall and then he seems approves. Yeah, and he comes out of the stall, and there's a guy washing his hands, and so he stabs the man to death. And then seems approached. And then right after he stabs the man to death, he awakens from his trance, and he's like, "Oh shit, I just killed a guy." Mm-hmm. So you can you can hide the body and all the and any evidence of the murder if you want, or not do that. But uh, yeah, fuck it, someone will find it. Yeah, well, yeah, someone does find it because there's... Regardless of if you hide it or not. Yeah, because there's, there's a giant blood smear, like, leading to a stall that the game doesn't allow you to clean up. So, like, the cop goes in there and he sees it and he's like, all right, there's been a murder. And then, uh, but by then you're gone. But he's happier if you do clean it up. Mm. Yeah, because there's a stress meter and everything that happens to each character, like, uh, lowers or raises the stress meter. Uh, so, when I... Uh, when I cleaned up the blood, I went from panicked to stressed. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of cool. But the game is really awesome. Uh, I like uh, the there's like there's a lot of like um, timed events in the game. Like very early on, like the cops come to your apartment to talk to you about whatever, and so like you have a there's a there's a meter at the top of the screen like like dwindling down because the cops getting impatient so you're like r- like walking around your apartment trying to clean up like your bloodstained sheets and stuff uh before you answer the door it's it's neat i like that game mm-hmm. uh and yeah i'm still playing horizon zero dawn I'm getting closer to that platinum trophy how many uh, what's the percentage of trophies and stuff you got i'm i think i'm just over 70 percent oh nice yeah there uh Oh, Ryan got me Tekken. Oh, yeah. And I played the fuck out of Tekken this week. Which Tekken? Tekken 7, the new one. Okay. Got all the achievements. Most of them were pretty easy. Some of them were a bitch. That game is fun. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to play it. 
if I had played it on PS4, I would have a platinum, but I didn't. I played it on computer. Yeah. Uh, the game is a lot of fun. And from what Tom says, that computer, I'm sorry, that game can run on a lot of computers. Yeah, it can run on just about anything, yeah. Um, he was. Pl- I watched him play online. The shit looks smooth. The uh, netcode doesn't seem too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's a good time. But yeah, I'm just mostly, I'm a, like I myself, I'm just mostly playing Horizon and as of late, Killing Floor, because um, I really needed to do that event because as soon as Tom told me about the Christmas pajamas, I had to have them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I did the event and got the pajamas. Good. Uh, and I'm then proud of you. And, and now I feel really good about that. But then I was watching a trailer today for the Christmas stuff. And in the trailer, somebody is wearing... Because the, the pajamas that I got were red flannel pajamas. But in the trailer, I saw some green pajamas with little Christmas trees all over them. And I want those. Oh, yeah. I get those. But I don't know how to get them. So, and I haven't Figured looked it out. up. I'll, I'll, I'll just look it up. But Yeah. yeah. Do that. Uh, I almost won my first Tekken 7 tournament. But then I lost. How far did you get? So, I lost my first fight, which bumped me into the loser's bracket. Mm-hmm. But of the losers... I did the second best. Yeah. So had I won that last fight, I would have been in the final fight. Because you know how that works, right? Yeah, yeah. You win the loser's bracket, you go back for the final fight. Yeah. So, yeah. I had to win one more fight to be in the final match, and I lost that one. Who were you playing as? Uh, Katarina, I think is her name. She one of the new people? I think so. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I yeah. probably would have I would have lost my first match, put be put in the loser's bracket, then lost that one too, and then <laughs> got kicked out. Uh, I like that they ha- like is, is that a, is a tournament thing like a constant thing that is like is that always going on? As far as I know, yeah. As far as I know, uh, yeah. I I really I I saw that game and I was like, because I haven't played like I haven't played Tekken really since Tekken Five. Yeah. Uh, and this game looks like so much like it, it looks faster paced uh, than the other Tekken's because I've always <laughs> I've always felt like Tekken was a little bit slower. Um. But yeah, I like that a lot. I played as Paul last week because mm-hmm. uh, he's the coolest, um, and that it seemed really intuitive. I wasn't doing like anything crazy, but I was I was winning against the computer, so that was yeah. neat. I'm just waiting for that Soul Caliber to come out. That's gonna be badass. Holiday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do we have any trivia this week? Oh fuck! I forgot about trivia. Did I'm sorry, I was too busy doing Sinead's check it out for. Her. i'm sorry i got jokes yeah uh no 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 trivia no trivia today uh Mm. do you have any trivia shanae do you if do you have any trivia that's not the circle thing oh oh geez uh. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know anything else those are the only facts i know that's why i just keep repeating (laughs) (laughs) um um it's hard to think of trivia on the spot. It, what you should do is you should watch three consecutive episodes of uh, of of Daniel Dwyer's No Clip and then quote something from that. Okay. No. Okay. Do you remember what we said we were going to talk about this week? Antagonist and protagonist. All right. I remember shit. Cool. Uh, so do you do you have any prepared? Uh, I'll let y'all go first. Okay. I don't like going first. Sure. Well, I have something prepared for you guys. I have a list of I have a list of both. Uh, I noticed that my protagonist list is considerably longer than my antagonist list because I like heroes more. 
this is actually my news. Goodbye. All right. So my first uh, my first protagonist is uh, Prompto Argentum from Final Fantasy Fifteen. Okay. Uh, so here's the th- here's the thing. What's funny, Tom? I just always thought, like I have not played Fifteen yet, but like Prompto looks like the most boring one of the bunch. He's actually like you would like I can see how you would think that. Yeah. But he's he's actually, in my opinion, he's really not. Uh, so. The thing about the thing that I like about him is he's got this really troubled past, uh, and yet, like as an like he grew up into as he grew into an adult, he became just like he's just always upbeat and he was always positive and he's always like trying to have fun and encourage his friends, and he's always seen the bright side of things, and it's like it's really like it's it's like really really uh, refreshing, especially in contrast to Noctis, who typically more often than not is very down in the dumps which understandably so because some stuff happens to him really like early in the game that like kind of sours his mood quite a bit mm-hmm. but prompto is always like trying to uh you know keep everybody motivated and and there are times when the group is bickering and he's the one who's like hey guys let's not fight remember we're all friends here and like he's just trying to keep everybody like just trying to keep everybody together and uh <laughs> What? Stop fighting, guys. I don't know. Those characters like that just don't do it for me. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's just a, and like, he's just really like, uh, what's the word? Um, he's just like one of those, I like characters that are just like, you can tell they're just like genuinely good guys. Did they change his voice from the uh, episode Dusk Guy? Uh, because I, re- I remember a lot of people hated the voice, uh-huh. of, specifically a prompto, and they're hoping that it was placeholder. I don't know. Okay. Uh, do you remember what his voice sounded like in that? Just kind of like stereotypical anime, high-pitched, annoying kid voice. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of on the fence because I could say that you it's possible to describe his voice in the final game as that. Yeah. But maybe not. But uh, I don't know. I thought, his, I thought his voice was fine. Yeah. Um, do you play in Japanese or in English? In English. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought his voice was fine. Where was it? Was it the English voiceover that you were yeah. talking about? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, should I just go down my list? No matter, man. Do what you want to do. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna down my list. Uh, okay. So the next one I picked uh, is uh, I picked the Doom Marine uh, from from 2016. Specific, not because he has like a like a he's not like a character per se but he's as like he's a god yeah he's the he's the he's a doom slayer mm-hmm. i don't know it's just like he was like he kind of like what they did with him in that game is a kind of personified like like just being like this like like supercharged badass and like and just and kind of just like just no holds barred just like just full throttle all the time and i always thought that was really cool especially like the way that like the the mythology that they built around him yeah uh, considering the fact that like up until up until that game in, in my to my knowledge up until that game they don't really ex- they don't really expound upon that character or like his origins or anything and even still in in uh, 2016's doom like a lot of his stuff is like shrouded in mystery like 
Like, they don't really talk about how he ended up in hell, like, fighting the demons or anything. But, like, a lot of, like, the reverence that the demons have, or, like, more, like, fear that they have for him and, you know, all the, th- like, all the things that he did, like, that you are cataloged through the, uh, like, the tablets and things that you find. It's, like, really cool. It's, like, just, like, like, having that mystery surrounding a character, but at the same time, like, giving you just enough to, like, know that he's, like, like really a badass. Yeah, I like what they did with it. Uh, I forget, I forget the director's name of the new Doom. Hugo something. You know. Yeah, I, I know it's Hugo. I it's, don't remember his yeah. last name. Anyways, he talks about the the Doom Marine. He talks about uh, very early in the game, basically at the start of the game when Optimus is first do- uh, talking to you. Yeah. Uh, by Optimus, I mean that Doctor Samuel yeah, Samuel Hayden. Samuel Hayden. Yeah. It sounds like Optimus. Uh, yeah, he sounds exactly like Optimus. So yeah. when, when he's first <laughs> talking to you. Uh, He's like, he talks about like so many players, especially for a game like Doom. Yeah, don't want to listen to that shit. Yeah, and the Doom Marine immediately just like smashes the monitor and keeps going. Yeah, and he talks about like that's the reason that for, for the Doom Marine to act that way. Yeah, as kind of a reflection of what most players that play this type of game care about. And yeah, there's story there if you want to look for it, but it doesn't really matter, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, because I remember him talking about how like the first few minutes of the game kind of they set your expectation for what that game is going to be and like uh and i think that he subverted expectations because there was that there was that talking and so like you know people might have set their controllers down uh, for a second and then realized immediately like oh shit i'm playing the game already right um and that was that was a really cool like uh that was a really cool uh hugo martin way that, they, that they went about that um but yeah, I just like I just like that I just like that character. I like you know I like the way he's represented uh, in in the new game, and it was honestly, and it's it's funny because honestly there are there are there, you know there have been more story heavy entries in the series. Mm-hmm. Like Doom Three, like had a lot more story than uh, than 2016 had. I mean that's really the only one with much yeah. Story. But at the same time, but like I played that and I was like, oh. This, I mean, this I like I didn't I didn't like have any feelings one way or other uh, about the about the main character of that game, uh, which is which is to say that like when I played this one, I'm like, man, this guy's this guy's super cool and like mm-hmm. like his personality shines through and just the way that he approaches everything, like instead of he doesn't he doesn't like. Like scenes where like he's like, all right, so you just gotta you just gotta take that argent core out of that thing real carefully, and he just like stomps on it and breaks it. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of just like, like, like I don't give a shit. Fuck this thing. Like I, it's like I don't have time to I don't have time to be careful about anything. I got demons to kill. Uh, so that's you know that's one of the things that's awesome about him. Um, but yeah, Shanae, have you? Because I'm about to go down this whole list. Mm-hmm. You want me to go down my list and then you go to, and then you do yours. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've just been writing them down because I was like, I know characters. I was like, I'm so bad with names. Okay. <laughs> All right. So next one I chose was B.J. Blazkowicz. Uh, surprise, surprise. I like him. Sure. I like him a lot. Uh, and that's funny because I wouldn't have said that. Uh, I wouldn't have said that before. Uh, the Wolfenstein reboot of a couple of years ago, um, because he didn't. And he never had like a, he never really had a personality. Uh, he wasn't really a character. He was kind of just, he was a character, but he was kind of just there. Well, I'd say even with the new order and granted, I haven't played that whole game, but I've played the majority of it. Yeah. Even with the new order, like the writing in that game is 
significantly different from what the new one seems to be. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that BJ was a particularly interesting character in that first game. I I would have to disagree with that because I feel when I played that, I was like, I remember when I, when I finished that game, I was like, I was surprised. I was like, I just played a, I played, played through a Wolfenstein game and for the first time ever, I actually care about, I actually care about BJ. Wow. Uh, when I really hadn't before, I had always just been indifferent. Can to I him. ask why? I just liked I liked his personality. I liked the I liked his story. I liked the you know I liked the dialogue that was written around him. I liked the I liked basically the way that he carried himself throughout that story. And he was just kind of you know he was like just just honor bound like loyal soldier that you know we hadn't really seen shine through before. Yeah. Um, and I think that they they flesh him out considerably more in uh, the new Colossus, mm-hmm. um, which. In a way, like they flesh him out and uh, in the new classes, but actually go that serves to show like how like how sad his his life had been up to that point. Yeah. Um. You know, in a way that like I found myself like actually feeling emotionally moved by a Wolfenstein game, which I thought never thought in a million years would ever happen. Uh, like there were a couple there there was you know a scene in particular that I was just like, uh that actually got me a little choked up, which I didn't, I didn't imagine would ever happen in a game like that. Just because like, especially considering the fact that like playing Wolfenstein up to this point, like I was fighting cyborg Hitlers and like flying, like flying uh, torsos. And I mean, like there's that. still a bunch of ridiculous shit in there. Yeah. It's not that far off from that. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because you mentioned two reboots of id properties, one done by id, one not done by id, uh, the, that are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, so like what's it's it's like which do you prefer? Because you talk about like Doom and like there's very little context there. Yeah, and you talk about how moved you are by Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Like which you know which one? It's a mood thing. Yeah, it's honestly a mood thing because like the action in both is like super fast paced, right? Right. Uh, but there's a lot more like conjecture and Bless you, and, and uh and and context around what's going on in, in Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, do I, like, am I in the mood for that? Or am I in the mood just to, like, just shoot DMs? No, I get that. So, I get that. Um, I love both of the games a lot. Um, I think that if, like, you, if I was forced to choose between the two, I'd probably end up choosing Doom. But uh, that being said, like, I, I love both of them immensely. Um, oh. Uh, Kazuma Kiryu from, uh, from the Yakuza series. Um, this guy was somebody that I was only introduced to in the last year because I'd only ever played Yakuza. I didn't play, I didn't play Yakuza till like I think January of this year, whenever Yakuza Zero came out, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And I had no, I knew who he was, but I like I'd never played a Yakuza game before. And then I played Yakuza Zero, and like. I just he's always like he's he's like the he's like a big like he's like he's like a big brother slash dad type of guy and mm-hmm. like uh but he also always finds himself in these like ridiculous situations uh like in at some point in Yakuza 0 uh he finds himself embroiled in some weird plot involving like an underground uh panty selling ring Yes. And like it's his like as it happens, he takes it upon himself to like unravel that whole thing, uh, as you do on a yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> or like one time he like he goes, 
uh, he uh, he finds himself like he goes to a restaurant and then he finds himself uh, in a commercial and then by the end of that subplot he's the he's the producer of the commercial uh, things like that but at the same time like like with that with that silly stuff going on uh, the way that he handles like his familial conflicts within like within his you know within his former crime family and how he like handles like the concepts of loyalty and and uh and betrayal that he like that he constantly has to deal with like all the time um and manages to like still keep his morals and composure uh it's really impressive uh because i look at that stuff and i'm like man i would have caved like a long time ago because like the shit is fucked up but no he's just like he's just he's he's a he's stoic like for the most part but then you know when you mess with like when you mess with his friends or mess with his family, then he just goes berserk and it's just, it's just awesome. Like, especially and like, you know that he's about to go berserk because, uh, cause he'll, he'll rip it. He'll like, he always like rips his shirt off, like to get, like to do, like to do the really serious fight. I'm like, Oh man, it's about to go down. Uh, and it's just like, and he's like always just, he always reserves that for, you know, when people really piss him off and it's just, he's, and he's just like, he's, he's weird because he's like he's as wooden in a lot of ways as uh as like hank hill because mm-hmm. hank hill's like really uptight and like and he's like really like he's like really by the rules all the time and uh remember when hank hill played grand theft auto oh yeah uh, what was it propane yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and so like he's very much like he's very much like that a lot of the time because yeah. like like when you bring up like stuff like sex around him he's like uh you know that's uh that's a little bit more than i wanted to know uh so he's like he's kind of like that but at the same time he can be flexible and he's like friendly um but yeah and i just i've i didn't think i would like him this much i didn't think that uh, i th- i went to yakuza specifically because i had heard like because I wanted, because I heard like the fighting and it was fun, and there was like a lot of mini games and shit. So I went to it because of all the stuff that there was to do, not specifically because of that character. Um, and I'm gonna bless s- you, bless you. Oh. Um, I th- I'm gonna skip a few. Uh, you I don't th- have to. We can go along. Uh, yeah, I just I don't want to monopolize the conversation. Um, the last one I'm gonna I think I'm gonna talk about is uh, is Sinua from Hellblade. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I, there hasn't been a character that I felt, uh, in this generation anyway, that like, that I've watched struggle with the things that Sinua struggled with and, and her particular. With those specific things. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and her like very specific and particular way. Um, and like. Psychosis. Yeah. And you like going through like making going through that game and watching all the stuff that she has to like fight through and like struggle with and like and she just keeps going. It's 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 inspiring as hell, but at the same time it's like super tragic um to to like watch that happen to somebody. Um and I think that one of the things uh, one of the things that really, really stuck with me is like her constant her constant bids to overcome like what is happening to her and how she she had she 
because there is a little bit of fighting in that game and she seems to be able to deal with the foes that come at her from the outside more easily than she can deal with the foes that that are that are in her head um and watching her deal with that was in like such a believable and 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 realistic way was is is like one is to me one of the most important video game experiences that i had this year um and i just think i just i don't think that i'm going to see a protagonist like that for a while but seeing that one um i think that i think that she was written really well i think that she was acted really well which is impressed me because you told me tom about how the actress that portrayed her wasn't even supposed to be the one that there wasn't they hadn't intended for the actress that portrayed her to be the, the yeah that, so later she's played uh both i mean it's performance capture uh ninja theory is the studio that created performance capture in, right. in that way um and it's melina jurgens their video editor yeah but she was supposed to be placeholder and they liked her so so much that they just kept her for the whole thing yeah um yeah i that's one of those it's and she's one of those uh it hellblade is one of those games where like i feel like i describe it in like a very like i describe it with like very broad strokes and um and because it's it's you have to though right yeah you don't it's it's short yeah. And you don't want to spoil it for people. Yeah. But a lot of times when you say Hellblade, all you can think about the cover of Soulblade. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think about Beyblade. Mm. You mean the, that's game not true. The, the game about the spinning that's, tops? That's, yeah. that's, that's, what, that's who's going to talk about the protagonist. <laughs> Beyblade's my favorite protagonist. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised. I've never watched that show, but I'm, like, really surprised that they managed to write a whole fucking story about spinning tops. Sure. Well, they have, like, uh, in the show, like, they have, like... Tornado's all about it. No, my nephews... They have, they have what? My nephews love them. Yeah. Uh, they have, like, beasts that pop up. Like, so you have, like, the little medallion on top of the... The top? The top. Okay. Do they and, have bays uh, that pop up? And so, like, when you spin it and, like, the, and, like you know, set it and you, like, activate it... It keeps spinning, and basically, as the two battle tops fight each other, yeah. uh, the c- creatures that are on the little, like, that are encased in the disc, like, pop up like a giant gray wolf, or this, like, I don't know, Digimon-looking shit, and they, like, battle each other, and so... That's not how it happens with the toys. No, <laughs> no, and the toys is much more it's just The toys are just literally just tops. But Yeah. So like the show, Cause the, I, the show's I am, a lot more interesting because I imagined it was just Yu-Gi-Oh with tops. Yes, it's basically Yu-Gi-Oh with tops. Okay. Uh yes, one hundred percent is it is base yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> basically, I oh, never should have brought up Beyblade. <laughs> it was fun playing with my nephews because the tops had like cool little like add-ons that you can do them like they had parts and you could stack them so you can give them like giant long blades because that's what kids need. Beyblades. Uh, Are they all the blades called Beyblades? The titular Beyblades. <laughs> the actual titular blades. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so like, so like with me and my, it's like sometimes when the boys would nap and me and my sister would just play it because it was fun. BattleBots. That's not BattleBots at all. Yeah, that sounds a lot more lame than BattleBots. It is. Uh, you got your list? I got a couple. Okay, let's hear them. So I have a, actually a big problem with not liking most protagonists, which is why because you're a bad girl. Because I that and, <laughs> and part and some of that like 
unconsciously drives me to playing a lot of games where sure. it's a, like a blank main character that you just like can put or it's avatar for you mm-hmm. um so some of my protagonists are not the main protagonist uh sure. in bravely default i did not love uh agnes who kept which one is that she kept saying her name was on s but it's agnes nes on s on in the game it was nintendo it was one of the things that pissed me off in the game. Like, Which what does she describe her? Because I don't. Cause uh, she's like long black hair, a cute little like, uh, like it's either navy or a black dress, and it has like a white apron on the front of it. Agnes. Her name's Agnes. Right, that's an but old she, lady name. But she goes by Anias. She's like, oh, Anias. Fuck she's, him. She speaks in the third person like that. No. Uh, oh. Well, she's a little fairy thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways. So, uh, but you play uh, as Tiz, who is, like, the shepherd, and your, like, town and stuff gets destroyed, and you're the only survivor, mm-hmm. and, like, you find her, and she's, like, gonna help save the universe, and you're helping her along. <laughs> I like him. He's, like, uh, he's sometimes a voice of reason when she's, like, all right, let's just go to the next place, and he's, like, there's a fuck ton of shit there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, we're gonna get killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I also, Tiz is the real hero here. Yeah, and I like—I mean, he's the main character, but I guess like—but Anias is like always the uh, one on like the cover, like it's like the main forefront, and she's kind of like the main thing. Okay. Uh, but I also I love I love uh, Ringo Bell in the movie in the game as well. He's like a vagabond with like a book. Vagabond. With a book that like I says what's gonna happen. That says, that says what's gonna happen, and he's a giant flirt. Oh and, yeah. That's uh, cool. And like he's just like a scoundrel and like I like him. He has a lot of he has a lot of personality in yeah. there and adds a lot of jokes. Uh especially with Adia. One of the Medea? Adia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that Medea game. <laughs> bravely da- <laughs> Bravely default Medea's comes to town. <laughs> cool. Bravely Medea. Sorry, Tyler no. Perry's Bravely Default. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Medefault. <laughs> Um, I also, I also really like, uh, I also really like, uh, American McGee's portrayal of Alice. Oh, Tom, you like that. Yeah, I like, well, to be fair, I've played next to none, like very, very little of the first Alice. I've played all of Madness Returns, Mm. but, uh, it, it would appear that you're getting a third game, Shanae. I know, I know. So what's cool about Alice? So, uh, it's like, obviously... Different than the books, if you've ever read them. But it's not, like, it's still just, like, you can tell it's an interpretation of a character that's, like, beloved. Right. And I just, uh, I like that there is, <coughs> I, there, I feel like every, as you grow up, there's times that everybody has felt, like, confused or lost and they don't know what they want. Or yeah. they feel like they're being, like, manipulated or, like, they don't really know what's going on. And that is, like, for her. She's, like, they all, she's been in the loony bin and managed to for a while. Uh, like. Don't call it the loony bin. That's kind of insensitive. <laughs> That's what they call it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shanae. Go on. Looty bin. <laughs> it is just insensitive, I got Yeah. yeah. Might as well said nut house. Ryan. Because then it's just You're not making it house. better. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Stop blushing. Yes, we're good. Uh, Mental hospital. I don't. I wouldn't call the place a hospital. What is it? It's pretty horrible in that game. It's like it's it's real. It's like a. It's a place for ladies to go to get like to get shut away from the world. Uh, 
a different uh, time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I like, though, that as she goes, like, especially Mattis returns, that's like going through and like her just standing up for herself and her own mind and coming to terms with like what has happened and like what's going on and figuring out more and more. And while also being a giant badass who shoots like giant gloopy Gatling tea- gun. Like Gatling gun or giant gloopy teapot thing. Yeah. And then like. Cool. Uh, like all these like creepy things are happening and the world around her is being destroyed. And she's like. God, Madness Returns is so good. And this game sounds so really cool. And she's just like. Yeah, like it's it's like a it's like a it's a nice like mental story going along and like and like as you come across memories, uh-huh. it's probably one of the only games that I like genuinely paid attention to every memory and like thing that pops up as you collect it because it has like uh, voices that go along with it. Is that is it the equivalent to audio logs? Is it like Basically, that? okay. Yeah, but like it's also like it's also just like you're finding out more and more. Okay. Uh, and as like the fact that I played Master Turns first, and then American, uh, and then American McGee's Alice <clears throat> second, mm-hmm. also like it helped me like figure out more what happened in the first game. Cool, cool. I liked it a lot. Um, so I think Alice does. I think she's a really cool protagonist. Um, I, I I'm surprised on antagonists that this is yet to be mentioned in the podcast. Yeah. We all have a favorite antagonist. Yeah. His name is Waluigi. That's one hundred percent what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> you really think he's an antagonist? I think, like, he's... in what game is he? You know, like, he's antagonistic. I don't think he's actually an antagonist, though. Yeah, there is no, uh, to my knowledge, anyway. And I, I, I don't claim to know Would you every call Waluigi him a game. Protagonist? No, I think he's just more like a. He's an. He's kind of an anti-hero. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's rare that he's doing anything terrible. I mean he's like he's he's like he's obviously annoying to the people that are around him, yeah. but like he's so to my knowledge he's never hurt anybody. Uh, I mean most of the he's after the elusive Mister Eyeballs. Most of the villains in Mario don't really hurt that many people. I just don't know that I even call him a villain because like if you think about the games he's been in, which is not a lot really. Uh, typically, it's uh, can I call him a villain if he's ever beaten me in Mario Kart? Well, sure, but but if, I mean, if that's the case, then I'm sure Mario is probably a villain. Yeah, you know, I'm sure the Koopas would see that that see it that way. But like, if, if you think about the game that the games that Waluigi is present in tennis, uh, golf, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure party. he I'm pretty sure he came about in Mario Party, Kart. and like, yeah, most of the games are just like he's just another playable character. You know, I mean, because like when you think about it, like, what makes Wario a bad guy? You know. All he wants is that money. Oh, Wario's a bad guy. He just wants that money, man. Mario Land 3 makes <laughs> Wario a bad guy, but, you know. He's, he's, look, I feel like Mario's in the way of his paper, and he doesn't take kindly to that. So. <clears throat> uh, I, and I also have another antagonist I like a lot, uh, Felix from Golden Sun, the first one. I am not familiar. What's he, what's he like? What's his deal? Uh... So basically, there was like an earthquake or natural disaster that happened like before the game, and he get, gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And then the game happens, and the world's kind of going crazy, and Jin are popping up, and like Jin are like little sprites that like do different powers, and you're going through to like the different towers and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so Felix, uh, so you have like your four troop of guy people, and they all like, get your Jin and stuff. But Felix is with this uh, group. Uh, Saturn something. Uh, they all kind of like are like space themed. They all are really cool characters. They're like obviously not like super like regular humans mm. like, throughout the game. And uh, Felix has a really cool design. I like that uh, he thinks he's doing something good but like but he's also like knows it's bad and there's that conflict there and also like 
wanting to be back to like his old village and I think that there's just like a lot of story there where he's not like one dimensional as a lot of like villains can be. Mm-hmm. So he's very much one of he's then he's very much a true villain and that not, he not, thinks he's doing the right thing but maybe he's not. Oh, he like he questions it and stuff. Mm. And, and there's so like a, there's like a and then there's like a a tie between him and like the like your main party and stuff and like I don't know. It's nice. It's nice like he doesn't like cuz sometimes that trope yeah. That person can be very annoying, <clears throat> and you're just like, sh- just shut the fuck up and make a decision. Mm. But uh, it's like it's like kind of less of that. Like it's like it gradually will get more. Like I remember there's like one part distinctly where he's like talking to your group, and like the two people, other people that are kind of his watchers, are mm. like, "Come on, let's go." What is like, what is his what is his relation to the main character of the game? Um, like it's been, it's been a like, lot is there of years. a reason why those two are at odds? Um, because I don't know. He sounds okay. So from what I know about him, he's uh, trying to protect people that he cares about, and someone else is trying to stop him from doing that. Uh, so yeah, all, all of the characters get uh, get their powers from like um, like Venus, Mars, uh, like planets, right? Um. How is Felix? I feel like Felix is like Isaac's brother. Which one is Isaac? He's like the main uh, yellow-haired dude. Like, is he like the main character of the game? Yeah. I mean, kind of. I've never played Golden Sun, so I don't don't know anything. I think you would like it a lot, actually. Yeah. I've played a little bit of Golden Sun 2, which I know is like follows their children, I believe. Yes, it does. But what kind of game is it? It's an RPG. I... Believe it's turn based, Shanae, correct? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Uh Felix sounds like an okay dude. I think he just needs someone to talk to and help him out. He's falling on hard times, obviously. Uh, uh there's a lot of like mysticism going he on. Ever, he ever well. kill an innocent person? Is he very much uh he's is he very much uh, uh the ends justify the means kind of guy? No, I feel like I feel like he was like, somewhat Involved with the destabilization that hurt people. Okay. But I don't think he's like, I don't remember him ever being directly responsible for anyone's death. Is he ever indifferent to that, to those deaths? You don't only see that much of that part. Mm. You just see like the group and him talking. And then like every time you run into him, when you're going to like the different areas to try and like, you know, stabilize the world. Yeah. Uh, like you'll run into him through there and like you will battle uh, like people in his party and then eventually mm. him. Mm. He's not he's he's like an all right guy to me. Yeah, he makes he makes a good like, he makes a good villain that doesn't like that does follow a trope but it isn't annoying. Yeah, sure. Um, I thought of this last night while while uh, Tom and I were taking turns on killing floor. Uh, you know who's really antagonistic, Tom? Uh, Krampus. Well, more so than Krampus, uh, chainsaw the chainsaw the Screak. the stepdad. Yeah, the stepdad. The reindeer stepdad. Yeah. He's uh, he was really giving me the business this morning. I th- I feel like the scrakes are pretty easy. Uh, they're they're easier than the hammer, hammer, hammer fist. What are the guys with the big hands? Oh yeah, I forget what they're called. Yeah, like those guys. That those those guys suck. Yeah, those are the worst. But like the scrake gets you in the fucking. He gets you in the corner, and like if you get caught in a reload animation, that's game. <laughs> it's game over for you. 
Uh, well, you, I, I mean, you play as you play as Commando, or at least you have been for the most part, mm. and that's so heavily ranged. Like the only thing that's more ranged than that is like the fucking sharpshooter, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like, I feel like you, you should be able to drop him, man. Yeah. You know? Well, we've also established that I'm bad at video games. You're not. You always say that, but you're not. I can't think of a game I'm good at, but I just like to play them, you know? Yeah. Uh, Tom. What? Uh, do you have any have any mentions that you'd like to make? Uh, yeah. I like Manny Calavera quite a bit. Uh, so what's Grim his... Grim Fandango. What's his deal? Like, what kind of guy is he? <coughs> well, he's a travel agent. Right. <laughs> and, For the uh, recently deceased? Yeah, and he's just trying to save this recently deceased Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, the lady's name is Mercedes? Yeah. Okay. But, uh... I don't know. I think, like, comedy in games is very difficult to do. We've talked about that before. Sure. And I feel like uh, the writing for Manny... The writing for the whole game is good, you know? Yeah. But, like, you get this weird mix of Casablanca and comedy and fucking Day of the Dead, <laughs> like, yeah. all mashed together. And it, it just makes for for a fun time. And he's, he's get, he has these little quips and sometimes makes fun of himself, but not too frequently, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's he's just very well written. Uh, is he particularly heroic, or, he, or is he just kind of like I'm? There's some heroics there. There's some or is heroics he just kind, there. Cause it, or is he more like a I'm a, I'm just doing my job kind of guy? Well, no, because he's really not doing. I mean, I guess yeah, technically he's doing his job, but like it's very like it's almost as if things kind of for the most part just happen, yeah. right? Like some things are intentional, but you also spend like years. Uh, just doing things that aren't really of any consequence or not intentionally of any any, any consequence in the game, you know? Right. Um, for a similar reason, but also a very opposite reason, I like Abe from Abe's Odyssey quite a bit. Yeah. Um, because comedy is hard to do in games, but he does like... Like, we've talked a lot about... Uh, well, we, I mean, off the show, we've talked about, like, uh, Charlie Chaplin and... <laughs> how like Tim Roth in Four Rooms drew inspiration from that. Yeah. So like if you haven't seen Four Rooms, Tim Roth's character is Bellhop, uh, who has very few lines of dialogue. And he tries to be as comedic as he can through mannerisms. Right. And that's like all that Abe is, you know. And I like that a lot. Uh the fact that character animations can be so good, uh, that just the animations alone can make you laugh. Right. Um and the fact that like that whole game is like, I don't want to get eight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, And like, it's like, I don't want to get eight, and along the way, I'll try to help other people not get eight. Right. Yeah. Um, so I like those a lot. Yeah. Uh, as far as like deeper characters, I like Gwendolyn quite a bit from Odin's Fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very romantic, very brave, and, you know, defying her father and all that. And like, yeah, it's good stuff. Like, in what way is she defying her father? Well, her dad's Odin. Right. And like... She's the sphere. <laughs> the titular sphere. Well, it's not Odin's sphere, right? There's no possessive, like, it's Odin sphere. I've been saying that game wrong for 10 years. (laughs) No, there's Odin and then a sphere. It's just just stating items. Okay. But, no, I mean, like, she she does battle when when she's directly told not to, and, you know, uh, she... Her and her sister, so the, the game opens with her sister dying, right? you know, and uh, all for, like, trying to get some sort of praise or love or acknowledgement from their, like, a fucking terrible father, yeah. you know, 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's good stuff. As far as antagonists go, I feel like we mentioned this the last time we talked about this, which was a long time ago. But yeah. like, I really like Augustine from Infamous Second Son. Yeah, she's she's really good. I feel like that's like one of the redeeming qualities of that game. Not that it's a bad game, but sure. there are far better games in the genre. There are very obvious shortcomings in that game, right? But Augustine is a great villain, and it's like you said, it's you know. She thinks she's doing good. Yeah. You know, uh, very well acted, well written. Yeah. Um, David from The Last of Us is really good. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, the David, like, the thing about David is he's like, he's very, uh, well, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to, because, like, what I'm about to say would be like a spoiler to, well, I guess the fact that you named him as a villain proves it, like, was a spoiler in itself. Right. But, uh, well, like, I don't know, maybe it's because it's Nolan North and you didn't expect that from Nolan North. Yeah. But I think it's, it's I think it's more than that. I think it's the writing. I think it's the character. Yeah. Well, I think, like, okay, so if you haven't played The Last of Us, cover your ears if you care about spoilers. But, uh... You've had years to play it. Yeah. Uh, so... Years. The thing about, the thing, the thing about David is he very much, like, when you meet him, he's, like, he presents himself as just, like... Like, hey, I'm just a I'm just a guy out here. I was with my friend. Uh, well, and he seems like a good guy. Yeah, and like he's just like, hey, I'm gonna help you out. And Ellie at the very at the start, like she's you know understandably distrustful of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and as time goes on, like as like as the player, I begin to trust him more. Um, and, very quickly. Yeah, like, and through gameplay. Yeah, like know? as like like I like trust him. Like okay, maybe David's not such a bad guy. And then things like things turn for the worst like kind of quickly and then things go south uh they do actually um and david turns out to be quite the monster mm-hmm. um literally no figuratively mm. um well i guess depending on your definition of monster but um yeah he's just like the fact like that's that really stuck with me. Like those kind of villains stick with me. Like the ones where you think they're like, "Hey, he's not such a bad guy after all," and then they turn out to be like totally shitty mm-hmm. uh, near the end. Uh, similar thing with uh, with with Bioshock. Also spoilers, but right. I mean, you've had ten years. Um, you know, with uh, with Atlas um, at the start of the game, you're like, "He's he's the he's he's the voice in your ear, getting you through Rapture," you know. Right. Um, and then in the end, it's but I feel like like that resonated with me more back then, and yeah. now it's just kind of like, well, that's, it's cool, but it's not as cool as everybody well, thought it was. Again, you know? like, like that's the, that's the kind of like that's the kind of like back in 2007, it was amazing, right? Cause, yeah. Like people weren't writing like that, but like now that's the kind of thing that like if if, Bio, if the first Bioshock came out in 2017. I would have seen that. I would have seen that coming. Yeah, just like I, I honestly do feel like Infinite has better writing. Yeah, but um, I, feel- I, I like I like Elizabeth. I like that they actually have a character that like helps you out. Yeah, yeah. I like that she wasn't just like, oh no. Yeah. Well, th- oh, I forget the the you bring up Bioshock. I forget the fucking guy's name, but the guy that spoilers the guy that you're playing as in uh, Minerva's Den, Bioshock Two, Minerva's Den. Is fan fucking tastic, and that whole story is like super crazy because it talks about like <clears throat> talks about the early big daddies, right? And you find out that you know you find out through through the course of that DLC that like who you who you were, you know, right? And it's it's pretty interesting, yeah. Uh, like because 
that, that the cool the the thing about the big daddies is like they're like there's there was always hints about like how they were created and yeah. the process behind them but it's like they're really shrouded in a lot of mystery right yeah. um and getting getting insight into that sort of thing is was really cool um the bioshock and and i feel like in all three bioshock games is just like just i feel like the 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 villains in that game were actually pretty good i liked you know i like comstock i liked i liked andrew ryan mm-hmm. um the cool thing about bioshock 2 though but who's the lady in in infinite that like she's like starting that resistance group and I, then, like, you find out I that... I remember the name of the group, but I don't remember the name of the You find out lady. that she's just as much of a fucking terrible person, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, it's the whole... It's that whole... That's 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 another thing I'm kind of over, is, like, the whole lesser lesser of two evils kind of yeah. thing. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the what I liked about uh, Bioshock 2 was, uh, like, the big sister. Uh, whereas, like she's like antagonizing you throughout the whole game mm. and it turns out like like then it like as things progress it's like oh wait now the big sister's totally on my side um and that was a cool that that was a cool like way to turn that on its head too uh by the way this topic was given to us by james sandusky so thank you james yes thanks yeah um uh, and I, I, the reason i say that is because we were also talking in discord about metroid and i brought up Fusion, and I, I forget what what the name for it is, but the the evil Samus. Yeah, you know, I love characters like that. That makes that game feel so different than any Metroid game. Like it makes it scary. It makes a two D Metroidvania like, cause scary because she, she's hunting you. Because you'll see her on parts of the screen yeah. where she can't get to you and you can't get to her, but she's looking for you. Yeah, and he brought up that's, ne- that's Nemesis, creepy. you know, and it's very much like Nemesis, and it's it's good stuff. Like I feel like other games have tried to do it to like try to do that, but like to lesser effect. Yeah, like Devil May Cry did it with uh, with Nilo, Nilo Angelo, and um, I don't know anything about Legend of I don't know a lot about Legend of Zelda, but wasn't there like an evil Link? Yeah, there's a yeah, yeah. Um, shadow link. Like, do you fight him or are you? Do you turn into him? Like, I don't know what the deal is with that. No, you fight him, right? Okay. It's Twilight, right? Twilight Princess. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, but like, I don't feel like uh, like the like conceptually, like those two things are less interesting to me than evil Samus hunting you. Yeah. There's something about being hunted in a game in in a game in which you have means to protect yourself, right? Yeah. Because like. Yes, there's things like Alien Isolation or whatever, but like things in like Resident Evil yeah. or Metroid, like where you can fight back. But there's like that t- that tension is there, like as yeah. to whether or not like what you do will be enough. And that really makes it like it's the, in my opinion, the only scary Metroid game. Yeah, you know. Um, was that the one that you were telling me that people didn't like? They say they didn't like very much. Fewer people uh, like it than most other Metroid games, but the one that people like notoriously hate is Other M. Okay. Yeah. And what was the one that you were just talking about? Fusion. Fusion. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it's I I, I like I, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um. But my I th- I guess like as I grow older, you know, the more interesting villains are the those villains like like uh like augustine Mm -hmm. like the like the villains with the noble cause but like they're very much like the ends justify the means uh yeah to expand on what i was saying earlier i forgot all that golden sun i probably shouldn't talked about it if i didn't remember this well 
Uh, so Felix isn't isn't always the villain. He does turn into a protagonist character. Uh, he there something happens before the game. He, he gets kidnapped, but everyone thinks he's dead because his mm. boulder's falling. And he and basically this the group that kidnaps him that's like the Saturn or whatever. Uh, they need people to get into the towers because the towers you have to unlock them having a certain ability to do it. Uh, so they have him for that, and then he his. Uh, he actually kidnaps his sister with them because she's like a different type that they need. And uh, so a, a good friend of theirs, it's he is her older brother. Mm. And uh, she's like important. So they, they're basically going to try and save her and also the universe by not letting them get to these towers. Mm. And then uh, so he's like with them, but not like really. Mm. Uh, so he, he eventually turns and then at the end of the game, like has a standoff and like. Has a has a cool turning moment where he like does something very heroic. Does Goofy turn out to like be the bad guy in Kingdom Hearts? Though. It is, but for, like for that genre specifically, you know. Well, yeah, but it's also like it's done well. Yeah, there's a lot. Like it's it's fine to be a stereotype as long as you do it well. Yeah, I'm fine with watching an action movie with a stereotypical amount of like car chases and explosions. But if you do it well, I'm gonna be super down for it. If you do it bad, I'm going to think it's silly and not like the movie. Do you hear what I said? No. Does Goofy turn out to be the bad guy in Kingdom Hearts? Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> He's in Organization 13. <laughs> you done yucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy's my favorite villain. <laughs> um, Since Lu- Waluigi can't be. Uh, I also like... So you played some of this with me, Ryan. Uh the character that you play as in stories untold and mm-hmm. um, you don't know this i'm not going to give any like major spoilers away until we do our another little project but uh like each episode you are the same person oh okay. um are they taking place in like different spots in time or no it, what I'll, I'll give it I'll, I'll give it away on that <laughs> now it makes less show. sense <laughs> but like it's interesting because you wouldn't like it seems like they're just putting you in the role right right and that turns out to not be the case at all right um, and while you are playing as this person uh, you come to find late in game that you're not necessarily a bad guy but you do some bad fucking things you know and it's interesting because you're like simultaneously. Do you steal Yu-Gi-Oh cards from Walmart? Yes, <laughs> you are simultaneously an antagonist and protagonist in that game, like uh, Spec Ops, like to yourself. It's it's really weird. Yeah, similar to Spec Ops. Yeah, surprising to bring up Spec Ops, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I I went. I've gone through. I went through two of the episodes with you, and uh, I watched you the first one. Um. That game is a fucking trip. It is, right? But, like, it seems so mechanics-driven dri- for, like, the first three episodes. Yeah. You don't realize that there's this, something tying it all together in a in a way... Like, that is not a game that I thought was going to have a meaningful those, story. Because those four... The four episodes don't seem to be connected. Right. It's, it's just not a game I didn't expect... To, I did not expect to have, like, something... A story that would affect me as much as that did. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, like just off like like as a side note mm. i'm gonna say that my favorite let's play that i ever watched you do was for plug and play <laughs> <laughs> who is the antagonist in plug and play 
is it are you the antagonist the finger i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah and and it's also like while depending on who you are and your life experiences uh um the character that you play as in stories untold can be like painfully relatable yeah you know um and like it's in the character you know in stories untold is like he don't they like they don't they don't speak Mm-mm. um so you don't so you don't really get a sense of who that person is yeah um you do in episode four you do oh man yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and watch that today because yeah who, who's is jack the protagonist or antagonist and you don't know jack <laughs> uh, it's Cookie Masterson. Yeah, Cookie Masterson. And Cookie Masterson is very obviously the antagonist. Um, if, are, you, are you sure about that? Yeah, could, I'm actually. Could be, could I'm be actually friend. quite sure that Cookie Masterson is the villain in the "You Don't Know Jack" storyline. Uh, Your lack of knowledge is the villain. <laughs> <laughs> You're the bad guy. Um, no, uh, Cookie Master. Like I don't, Tom. I couldn't remember if we talked about Cookie Masterson's puns and humor and whether or not you like it <laughs> i like it i like it but i think mo- mostly because it's a nostalgia thing like i've been playing you don't know jack off and on since we were probably in high school or maybe shortly after yeah you know like i think a lot of people don't realize how old that series is yeah and you know it's it's dumb yeah the comedy in did that game is the, not fantastic but like did you have the ps2 buzzers for the ps2 version no i didn't even know about that I only knew it from PC. Like, I didn't know that was ever on consoles until last gen. Who yeah, there's also a PS3 and then yeah, obviously PS4. Who was less funny, Cookie Masterson or the lady from Drawful? Oh. The Drawful lady is less funny. Drawful's, like, Drawful's yeah. funny because of who you're playing with making it funny. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't like the Drawful lady. She talks down to you a lot. Uh, like, most of those Jackbox games allow you to make the shit funny yeah right uh you don't know jack is not that way obviously yeah but um yeah but to answer your question Sinead, cookie masterson is a villain and i'm not moving on that <laughs> um i know we didn't do trivia but anybody got anything that they want to plug that's that, that they thought was that they think is cool uh goro goa go play it and watch my check it out on it yeah um uh, tom just plug check it out somebody who can wrap a switch to make it look like it's never been opened you said you, you don't need to you said you weren't wrapping there's it. no seal on it you don't need to make there's it no, like there's no like there's coverings. no tape there's no clear thing to cut like, on top of the the, con- the console itself it doesn't have that like that film that it's in plastic. plastic it's in a plastic bag thing but well, so like you just it's slide not, it out you just slide it out yeah, yeah. Mm. this is yeah. more and more tempting I think there might be a twist tie on a cable here or there. That's about it. Uh, if anybody can twist tie, let me you know. <laughs> honestly, like honestly, here's my whole thing. Like, what if, what if he finds out that you played it? What is he gonna do? Huh? Take the ring back? I don't know. <laughs> that would actually be like, Shanae, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you can't, if the next time I saw you, you told me that Berto took your ring back because you played the Switch before Christmas. <laughs> oh, also real quick, <laughs> Cuphead from Cuphead. Uh, is just really funny to me because, like, that game... Oh, yeah. The story of that game is... It's his is, fault. Is Cuphead's got a gambling problem. <laughs> and I love that. I love that. Like, everything that happens to Cuphead and yeah. his brother is Cuphead's fault. Yeah, he got a gambling problem, so he that, fucked everybody. That, <laughs> that dragon hates people with gambling problems? Uh, he hates these cans. 
Ah. He wouldn't have to fight the dragon had it not been for his gambling problem. Like all he, he had to did he take gold from the dragon? No, all he okay. So no, he's gambling and he makes a deal with the devil. The devil. So him, like, yeah, him and his brother go gambling at the devil's casino, and then Cuphead gets on a hot streak, and then the devil's like, "Hey, bet your soul on it." And then Mugman is like, "Hey, don't do that." But Cuphead is like, "No, I'm on a hot streak," and he does it. And then, yeah. then he well, puts he get two souls. And what's funny is, like, everybody that you're fighting, all the bosses that you're fighting, you're just collecting debts, you know? Cuphead but, is not the hero. Yeah. <laughs> is the dragon the hero? Nobody's the hero. Mugman's the hero. Mug, mug, oh, Mugman's Mug the Mugman is... The good brother. He's there helping out. But only... He, he was thrust into a shitty situation. He told yeah. his brother not to sell his soul or lose his soul. Brother does it anyway, and he stands by his brother. Right. Good guy. Right. Well, isn't, Mug, isn't, isn't Mugman's soul also in peril? Or just Cuphead's? I'm not positive, but either way, it wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Mugman is a good brother. Cuphead is a shitty person. Yeah, Cuphead is a terrible person. Um, Mugs are better than I feel like this is warranting a more in-depth analysis of Cuphead. <laughs> it's just really funny to me. Yeah. Like, it, cause, you know, it's, it's, it's a game that's not meant to have a crazy story. Yeah. Uh, but, like... They could have. They could have done. Oh, you're just going to save somebody, right? Like, yeah. like a lot of they these other games. Uh, but they're like, no, you've got a gambling problem, yeah. and, I, and I like that. Yeah. I wonder if the conclusion of that game is he just goes back to gamble again. I couldn't tell you. I haven't beat it yet. Uh, kind of like. Where are you stuck at? The dragon. I can. I can beat the dragon, no problem, He's on the lower to... difficulty. But I want to do them all on the harder difficulty. Uh, you gotta do it hard. Did you ever play the? Well, you can't beat the game without doing them hard. You have to do them hard to beat the game. Gotta do them hard. Sinead, did you ever play the arcade light gun game Carnival? That game's awesome. That sounds really familiar. Is there like a like on the sign for it? Like on the is it on the it, thing? Is it like have like the Ferris wheel and a creepy clown face? There's a cl- creepy clown face. I don't remember the Ferris wheel. You got a shotgun. The light gun's a shotgun. Like behind the sea. I feel like the- yeah. So like so the basically the premise of the game is that this guy and his sister or his friend I don't know what their relation is. Uh, they're playing they're playing some arcade game and they get sucked into it. And then they got to fight for their lives to get out of it. And then after after they finish, at the very end, they put another coin in the game because they're fucking addicted to murder at that point. Damn. Yeah. So I feel like Cuphead is like that. Check it out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that is it for this week, guys. Once again, thank you for spending the last hour with us. Uh, as always, we have fun talking amongst ourselves in front of you. Um if you want to uh, hang out and interact with us, the best place to do that is in our Discord channel. Uh, the link will be in the description. Uh, but until then, until next week, uh, my name is Ryan Robinson. That there's Tom Shelby. Bye-bye. That's Sinead Howard. Bye, guys. See you next week. <laughs>